Yes, episode 62 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, it's late on Sunday, sat in the car with the rain dripping around me. Well, it's not dripping, it's raining. Dripping, it sounds like someone's actually left a tap on, but I don't think anyone's left a tap on. Don't think that's how rain works. Um, yeah, I think just the liquid moisture in the clouds get too heavy, that it falls to the earth, and that's how rain happens. So, you've learned something new on the podcast already. Um, it's this shouldn't be a long podcast purely because it's late and I want to go to bed and I should have done this earlier on at the weekend, but I've been busy. I've been busy. Um, Friday. What do Friday? Friday I went for a drink. So I probably could have done it Friday instead of going for a drink. That would have made sense. Uh, Saturday. Uh, radio. Then mentoring, and then I cleaned the house, then gigged, gigged, but yeah, mentoring, that was fun, you know, because you've got all this stuff going on in land, and all these murders, they're murderings, everyone's murders and stuff, um, look, murders are happening, murders are bad, if you didn't know, and um, but a lot of the blame's being put on to the young Young black people. Um, yeah, there are some gang there are gang murders happening. Can't ignore that. I'm not saying they made up. But not every murder in London has been gang related. Not every murder in London's involved black kids. And um, not every murder that does involve black kids is gang related. Not everything that's gang related involves black kids, you know? Not every stabbing someone dies. Um, not everyone's dying from stabbing or being shot. It's, you see what I mean? There's all these different things, but the media, if you don't read into it, you're going to get suckered in. Another, like, what's it? London's murder rates outstripped New York's. It's because New York's has keep, kept on going down. People keep ignoring that. That uh, New York's d- driven their, uh, driven their, um, their crime rate down. So London's has increased. It's roughly stayed the same. It's only for two months as well. So I don't try to claim victories now, London. You ain't won anything yet. Um, not a competition you want to win, obviously. You don't want people dying. But uh, people do die. It's a city. It's what happens in cities. Just loads of people from different places. People are going to kill each other. It's what humans do. But the only reason we don't kill each other is because of laws. Anyway, if you could just act the way you wanted to act all the time, uh, this would be quite a brutal place. This would be the, the epitome of having no civilization, actually. Everyone's just out here robbing. Uh, you know. Murdering. And stuff. Talking about murdering. That the good the pensioners got off. I didn't realise how close that was to uh, one of my relatives' house. Ours is um, South London in the Hither Green. If you don't know the story, then, you know, where have you been? Uh, but, yeah, the pensioner stabbed a burglar with a screwdriver. Burglar died outside. Pensioner has been acquitted. So he should. So he should be. He should be acquitted. However, I do feel that if it was the same scenario... But both the people are black and in their early 20s or late teens, it'll be black. No, it wouldn't be a black person. They don't care about the victim. But it'll be a, 
actually no, the Kelly's gang like, yeah, be black boys stabbed at house party at rave. Gang violence explodes at house party. There you go. That's your headline. That's how that would have been reported. Um, but no, it's just mad. Oh, let's not demonise the youth. The youth. The children. Let's not demonise them, man. Because, uh, like, we all know kids. Uh, none of the kids we know are apparently doing all this crazy shit. So why are we now trying to call for stop and search for every black child? Because that's what it'll be. Because Christine the Dick, the top person at the Met, has said she's going to use some Al Capone tactics and going to arrest anyone who's suspected of being gang related. Anyone who's, who is suspected. So when little Tyrone, all he's done is like gone to church at the same time as little Wesley, they were like, yeah, you're in the gang. So what happened? Um, He's like, after us, we've like joined Enterprise as well. <clears throat> the shit happened in Manchester, actually. In Manchester, a few years ago, I was reading some article about one person got killed and bloody like 15 people got in prison for the murder under joint Enterprise. You know that shit's going to be happening as well in London if you let the police have their way. Literally, any black kid who knows another black kid who knows another black kid who sold some drugs, you're all in a gang. I've seen you together doing gang shit. What, what gang shit? Just hanging around. So, no. I know people side the police will say that, you know, they've got intelligence on, on gang members, which is true. That is fair. If you target those gang members. But don't just try and target every black kid because that's what's going to happen. That's what I'm telling you. That's the narrative. The narrative is not, hey, we need to, you know, protect these children because they're dying it's not that it's not that it's hey we need to protect ourselves from these crazy criminal fatherless black kids <laughs> that's that's it's, it's just it's just evident that's how it's being it's being reported that's the narrative to push in but i am not being sucked into it and that's not me to that's not denying that kids have died black kids are dying all in, especially in north london and stuff um but no it's just like it's not it's not all gang related. So you need to treat each murder, diagnose each murder, uh, accordingly. But that's how you diagnose illnesses. You can't just say to, you know, I've got pain in my leg, I've got pain in my leg. Well it's all the same. Diagnose you both with, you know you got you got a fracture in your leg. No. One guy's got a fracture, one guy's legs absolutely shattered, the other one's legs fucking missing. Cars like, oh yeah, here you go, here's some crutches. Done. That's that's the solution. No, it's not, it's not the solution. So um that's me putting the world to right. Uh that that's how I would deal with all the murders in, in London. I would just be shouting. I'll be just shouting on my own podcast. And therefore I've saved the world with with my with great insight. But hey, anyone wanna say what do you do? I, I actually do mental. Yeah, for a charity called The 100 Black Men of London. Um, so I made a positive influence on the black community. Therefore, you can suck my balls uh, if you want to ask what I do towards this. So, um, ah, 
in your face. And I said, that's why I joined the charity in the first place. Just for moments like this, when everyone's having their little cyber arguments about the state of the community and we need to do more. Guess what? I can say, I already do. What the fuck do you do? But you don't have to join a charity if you um, if you are interested. 100 Black Men of London. Uh, just Google that, you'll find us. But you don't have to do anything with charity. Just, you know, treat these kids with some respect. Then they'll want to treat themselves with respect. Vous avez. Grow up to be respectful adults. And, you know, society starts feeling a bit better. Do you remember, there's a lot of positivity going on with black people. So try to remember that as well. Don't try to focus on the on the negatives. But, um, I mean, what more? What more can you say about it? You know, it's just, um, yeah, it's just this fucking murder stats. Keep tagging on to... The end of a crime, if it involves black kids. It's annoying the shit out of me. Anyway, um, enough of that. What about Russia? Hey, eh? the woman who got poisoned. She's uh, she's awake. And they want to interview her. Why? What intel is she gonna have? Because I've never been a spy, but from my knowledge of you know spy shit, I've seen films. You know, I've seen many films. Uh, I'm familiar with the workings of James Bond, Jason Bourne, uh, Jack Bauer. Anyone whose initials are JB, John Barnes, uh, Jimmy Bullard. You know, anyone who's a JB. Um, I know those guys. And I think that when you poison someone, the aim is really not to let your victim know. Don't let your target know you're poisoning them. So you're asking her... You know, oh, what do you know? Did you see anything? She was like, mm, yes, I saw Yuri in my kitchen. Um, now he ex-KGB. Uh, he had a little vial of Novichok. Which I now realise in hindsight is Novichok because he poured it into my dinner. And I was like, hey, Yuri, what are you pouring into the dinner? And he's like, nothing. Not, no, nothing. So, you know, is that what's going to happen? Is that what's going to tell him? You know, but whichever side she picks, that's it. It's done. You gotta go to witness protection. She points the finger at Russia, boy, Britain better protect her. And if she points the finger at Britain, boy, she better go back to Russia. I'm telling you, that's not my view. That's that is what will that will happen. Don't be surprised to see her off in like another three months. Trust me, they'll keep going. But in the press, Russia of uh, Russia have just been trolling, man. It's hilarious. The, the Russian embassy in the UK. They said, in absence of evidence, we definitely need Poirot in Salisbury. The Russian ambassador has insisted he's not trolling the UK with jokes about fictional sleuth Hercule Poirot. Alexander Yakovenko said his embassy tweets, we need Poirot in Salisbury, had a serious point. Police are yet to find out who tried to kill the scribbles. Uh, we need the investigation. That was the message he told journalists. I understand that you didn't like this form, probably because you watched Poirot and you know what's behind these stories. Because he's talking about clandestine and murky behaviour. The embassy, which has more than 75,000 Twitter followers, has been accused of mocking Britain in a series of messages. It, resp- it responded to a recent spate of killings by twi- by tweeting, Good news! Moscow is now safer than London. A former Met officer replied, neither are particularly safe if you're one of your former spies. 
See, so what? It's just so much banter from the institutes. The Russian embassies bantering, the Met Police are bantering, and that's the way society needs to run, really, you know? These 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 big organisations that we look to run the world. Just just have banter, guys. Just Twitter banners. Let's get the fuck off Twitter. It's just so annoying. Twitter's how people get their news, and to be fair, I'm one of those people as well. But, um, that's no. Uh, let, let me step back. Twitter is annoying that people use it to get their news. It annoys me that serious people use Twitter. Uh, you know, why is the president of the United States on Twitter? I do not know. Wait, I don't know. Um, but also what they've said, um, Russia, is it, this is a Midsummer Murders plot, Kremlin's ambassador tells you. And why, why do they always do that when it comes to secret services? Name it after the capital city. We've got intel from Moscow. We have intel from Istanbul. It's what we mean is the Turkish secret service. or But it's just like... What, I, I don't know. Why have to be so specific with the city? Um, Russian's UN ambassador uh, last night said the investigation into Salisbury nerve agent attack resembled an episode of crime drama Midsummer Murders. Um, Yesali Nebenskaya slammed horrific and unsustained allegations against the country and warned Britain you are playing with fire and you will be sorry um, as an emergency meeting of Security Council called by the Kremlin. Wait, what I know is how much British TV is in Russia? Poirot and bloody... Uh, Poirot and Midsummer Murders. Midsummer Murders, the fucking murder capital of, of the UK. Tell you that. Fucking murder every episode. So I don't watch it, but I'm like, Mom, this makes no sense. How has yet another person like died um here's the statement from um from Yulia Yulia Scripple I'm sure you appreciate that the entire episode is somewhat disorientating she said I woke up over a week ago and now I'm just glad to see my to say my strength is growing daily I'm grateful for the interest in me and for the many messages of goodwill that I have received her remark yeah uh, so that's that was her statement um Something tells me um, she didn't write that. Very considered. And if English is a second or potentially third language, then she's put a lot of us to shame. <laughs> such a such an eloquent message from from Julia. Um, how long have I been on the podcast for? Fourteen minutes. Fourteen minutes. All right. Cool. Let's. Um, what else can I talk about? Tony Robinson, the motivational speaker guy who sounds like he gargles gravel in the morning he's getting dragged on the internet for saying that me too movement is about victimization and about how you're never going to progress in life if you keep on playing the victim um one is somewhere i was recorded from one of his shows and now it's gone viral and my view on that is i don't give a shit it's his show it's his thing you've paid money for it it's not a public forum, it's a private thing. If you don't like it, you can stand up to him like the woman did. And do what? That should just be in that. It stays in that room. That's all. It stays in that room and everyone with their own fucking mind can decide whether they agree with him or not. It's that simple. No no one has to, have to get on the internet and all have our say on a conversation and event that we weren't there at. And that's not to say I agree with him or anything. I'm just saying. It's like when people say stuff at these private events, just let it stay there. God. 
Right. Let's get into fucking dear Deirdre and get off this podcast. Oh, right. What's this one called? Uh, just come on, load, load your prick. Dear Deirdre, my toy boy lover's mum is getting in the way of our relationship. What do I do? I am having brilliant sex with my toy boy lover, but his mum's dead against it. I'm 37 and my lover is 22. We met in a nightclub. You're 37 in a nightclub? What are you doing? Oh, well, I was celebrating a friend's promotion. Oh, okay, that's that's fine then. Um, I noticed this guy out the corner of my eye. He was young and good looking. He spotted me too and came over. Oh, meal fantasies. Fuck it, what's left to bang a meal? How old are you, 37? Um, is she old enough to be his mum? Yeah, biologically, probably 15 years. Yeah, old enough. Um, he, he spotted me too, came over, offering to buy me a drink. Oi, oh, make sure it's not a roofie colada. Don't be spiking drinks. This way, I, just, I don't buy women drinks on nights out when I was single because, you know, he, he just, yeah, he, he don't want to be, the, yeah, yeah, something happens to her. Did anyone buy you a drink that night? Oh, actually, yes. This man, he bought me a drink. And then, boom! I'm on, I'm a suspect now. Because I'm sneaky, creepy arseholes tried spiking a drink. Um, I, I refused, but he persisted, and I eventually gave in. He asked if he could take me home. I agreed and invited him for a drink. I love that. He wanted to buy you a drink at the bar. He was like, no, but now you're at home with him. All right. We chatted for a while. And then he reached over to kiss me. I didn't stop him. It was so passionate. It took my breath away. He was like, oh my God, I'm going to smash this milf. We ended up having sex on the living room floor. He asked me for my mobile number. Yes! Mobile number after the sex. Because you don't need it before the sex. Because you don't know if the sex is any good. You have the sex first. And if it's dead, you just leave. And you never have to talk to each other again. Unless she's pregnant. And then she has to find you on Facebook. And tell you my private message. Uh, actually, you're preg- I'm pregnant and you're the father. But you don't have Facebook messages. So you don't actually see the message until, you know, a year later when your baby's actually here. Th- that was a made up story. Now you're not suspecting where I got this story from. You don't think it's made up. You'll never know. Um, <laughs> he, uh, well, I wasn't sure, but I gave it, I gave it to him in the end. I love that. I love that. Called... He texted me the next day and before long, uh, we were meeting up. He did all the chasing as I was cautious because of his age. We've now been together for almost 10 months. I do feel for him as he makes me loved and wanted. Being with him is refreshing after years of dating men my age who are mostly so self-centred. The problem is he's a mummy's boy and his mum hates me. Of course she does because she has sucked the soul out of her child through his penis. She kicked him out when she found out he was see me. He had to move in with me as he had nowhere else to go. Um, his mum got into his head a few days after that. Having, having a go at him and within minutes he said we were over. But a few days later he declared his love for me and said he wanted to marry me and try for a baby. Calm down, dude. Don't let the mill fantasy go too too far. Um, He was begging to get back with me, so I saying I am his life and he would die for me. Yeah, okay. But it might be true. I can't judge him. You may really feel like that. Then the next morning, he sent me a brief message saying that he told his mum we were back together and she said that she was 
that he was making a fool of himself over a woman past her sell-by date. How old's the mum then? Because she must be past her sell-by sell -by date too. She hates the age gap and he backed off again. And I didn't know where I stood. Now he wants us to meet and talk. I love him so much, but I can't keep having him rip my heart like this. Right, basically, he got to get rid of him because he keeps on, basically, you know, keeps on changing his mind based on what his mum says. He doesn't have a mind of his own. It's going to get long for you. You don't want it. So leave. Mr. Leave him. Leave him. Um, oh, there you go. X-Stress. Let's see, let's see, let's see. My controlling ex still makes me pay her bills and rent. How do I put a stop to this? Stop paying. Done. Cancel the direct debit. Done. You don't live there. Don't pay the bills. Send your proof that you've moved to the to all the suppliers. And then, you know, just say she's been transferred to her name. She's paying her own fucking bills. That's it. There's nothing more to it. But I've got to read because there's probably kids involved. Let's Let's go. Um, dear Deirdre was so fed up with my controlling girlfriend that I split up with her. Now she's making life hard for me. We rent a house in my name. I moved in with a friend, but my ex is still making me pay all the rent and bills for a remainder of the tenancy. Um, wait, if it's in your name, why the fuck hasn't she moved out? Kick her out. This guy's shit at life. She's also making me keep up a direct debit she pressured me into. Um, into setting up to fund her expensive lifestyle. Mate, what, what, what is this? What is this financial domination you're into? I think you're turned on by it, mate. She says she shouldn't have to do without just because we've split up. Is she a fucking child? Have your own life. She runs me down to our friends and won't give me my share of our things you're a mug you're a cunt i have no f uh, you're an idiot mate she's making life so hard for me i'm 32 and she's 30 some some friends say get back with her and all this will go away no it's just the same stuff but the way she's behaving puts me off even more mate you're a mug mate you're, you're such a mug that's it it's as simple as this you I can't believe how much you're mugging yourself off by just letting this woman run all over you. So what you do is you kick her out because she's not on the tenancy agreement. And then you have all your stuff. And you tell her, go fuck yourself. That's all you do. Um, I, I, it depends how long the tenancy's for, actually. If it's like another month, fuck it. Just just ride it out. And then she has to leave anyway. Um, whew, what's this about... Let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's one more. One more. What the fuck? I'm not reading that one. Just another one. I felt guilt after romping with my cousin's teen daughter. Why? Why is everyone like banging their cousins, man? Um Right, let's let's see. Let's see. Right, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. No respect. Wife refuses to stop flirting with friends and family. Says she's never cheated. Friends of what? She's flirting with her own family or yours. Uh, I love my wife to bits, but she's driving me mad by flirting with all the lads on the night out. On the night out. Um, it's like she's having some sort of crisis. I'm 36. She's 32. We have a beautiful daughter. age seven. I've always been faithful and treated her with respect. 
However, she only flirts with family members too. And it's not just me feeling uncomfortable. Which family members? Hers or yours? Um, she says she's doing nothing wrong, has never cheated, and should not have to change. I'm not sure if, if what she says is true. I'm terrified of the thought of being a divorced dad. I know I am insecure, but it's like I'm the only one who cares. Uh, tell her, stop flirting. You don't like it. Explain to her why you don't like it. And um, if she doesn't listen to you, then you do the really mature thing. You just start flirting like she does. That's, you mean, you can't, just, that's what you do. You start flirting like she does, and then, you know, and see if she likes how it feels. So she might get turned on and you end up in a threesome. Who knows? Um, last one. Feeling rejected. My boyfriend can't get an erection unless he's watching transvestite sex. Okay. I was the one who introduced porn into our relationship. Now my boyfriend can't get an erection unless he's watching transvestite sex. We have been together for four years. He's 35. I'm 30. Over the years, I've caught him emailing cross-dressers. He says he has never cheated, but he sent explicit pictures of himself and received them. Oh, my God. He swears he's not gay and sees them as women, not guys. Do you know what else is like women? Fucking women with vaginas, like your girlfriend. Sort it out, fella. Um, I try to understand and do stuff he wants. Like, you know, I just try to, you know, strap on my my penis. I strap on my fake penis and pull on a skirt there. Draw a little bit of stubble on my chin so I look a bit like a transvestite. down there. I just slap my fake penis into his butt. Um... So I try to understand and do the stuff he wants, such as bondage. Um, I suggested watching porn to boost our sex life, but last time we made love, he actually watched a porn video. I now feel ugly and unattractive to him. Right, it's got nothing to do with you. You're self-centered. No, you're not self-centered. I can see why you feel upset, but it's nothing to do with you. This guy's got his little porn kink, and you're either down with it or you're not. He refuses to talk about it. Well, they're, 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 yeah, okay, that doesn't help. You need to talk about it. But I know he is currently emailing a transvestite guy, although he is unaware I know about it. I just don't get how he thinks he can say he's not gay. Um, yeah, he may not be gay, but he's definitely not straight. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's that simple. It's uh, is that is that simple, man? Um, because yeah, yeah, you, you you can't just bag in um, transvestites. Um, so yeah, well you can. Sorry, you can be bagging transvestites. You can't be doing it and denying that you have some kind of sexual preference. That's uh, that that's that's normal for a kind of monogamous heterosexual relationship. There, it's you can't do that. I've got a little bit more time. One more. One more. I had sex with online love from my first date. And now he's blocked me. Sounds like every Tinder date that happens. Uh, I met up with a guy from a dating site twice. And had sex both times. And he was... But he was cheating on me. He wasn't cheating on you. Because you weren't in a relationship. You had sex twice. That's not a relationship. Don't hype the thing. Don't try to elevate. Give yourself a little promotion there. I'm a girlfriend. No, you're not. Alright, I'm, I'm 28, he's 34, he did all the running, as I was not sure about him from the start, but he sent a video of him with his son, he separated from the mum, and he seemed nice, he picked me up for our first date, he shares a flat, so we chilled in his living room, 
and then had sex. He drove me home afterwards and said he'd fallen for me. After the second date, he dropped me at the bus stop and I felt he couldn't wait for me to be gone. Jesus. That's a real fall for grace. From a drop right to the house. And I, you can you get 47 from me, right? You get, yeah, all right, go. Cool. Just driven off. Boom. Not even waiting by the bus stop with you in the car until the bus came. All right, all right go, run out, get the bus. I'm going to just kick you out. Cars even stopped moving. Let's get out! Um, after the second date, he dropped me at the bus stop and I thought he couldn't wait to, uh, for me to be gone. I had a feeling he was cheating. Um, no, he's, he's seeing someone else. I'm not cheating. He saw he had taken his profile down, but I set up a fake profile and caught him out. So you didn't take your profile down either because you set up a fake one. So your evidence is inadmissible. He then blocked me and said I stalked him and threatened to call the police. You kind of did stalk him. Um, I think he was probably seeing other girls all along. Why did he do all this when he said he liked me a lot? Because he was thinking with his penis, thinking with his penis. You can't think straight when you're thinking with your penis, thinking with your penis. So, um, yeah, that's that's what you got to do, lady. You've just got to walk away and, you know. Just chalk it up to um, as an experience. Learn from that. Uh, you know, move on. Uh, try not to make the same mistake again. That's all you can do in life. That's that's growth. That that, that that's growth. Uh, right. That's that's it really. That's it. That's the end of the podcast. Um, I I've realised that I hadn't been. I've been tracking how many people listen to the podcast just through SoundCloud. Um, I thought that, you know, the RSS, the RSSSSS feed would, um, you know, sort me out and tell me, you know, who's listening and stuff um, from all different places. But it doesn't. You've, you've got to search that yourself um, using different trackers and that. So, um, wait a minute, which one am I looking for? Yeah, so this thing, uh, so I've got this thing called PodTrack, and it actually tells how many times people have actually downloaded the podcast as well. Um, like in the last 90 days, apparently 1,500 1, downloads in the last 90 days, which is nice. Very nice. So I, I appreciate that. All of you guys um, who download the podcast and, and listen to it in your various... Um, Various ways, iTunes and all that. I'm trying to find, well, I'm messing up here. I'm looking for this fucking page. I don't know why I've done this on the podcast. I shouldn't have done this. Is this it? Yeah, there you go. Yes, I didn't know iTunes. It, it it captured all the iTunes stuff. I guess that's where all the downloads are, right? I just, now I'm aware that I just feel I'm um, sound like just an old man who's just bumbling his way through fucking instruction packs on how to set up your your router um so i'm gonna get off the podcast now because i'm tired it's been half an hour um that's the podcast oh if you want to see me perform this week i will be i think i'll be at junior booker show on tuesday i'll be at midweek lols on wednesday and then i'll be at hoxton hall with judy love 
headlining um, Babatunde MCing, and it'll be AJ and KG the comedian. Uh, that'd be good. I don't think there's any tickets left. I think there's literally four tickets left. My brother and sister got two tickets, and there were eight tickets left. So um, if you do want a cab, uh, you, you got to move really quick because I think they're going to sell out before you know you even listen to this podcast. So yeah, you missed that. But you want to see me in other places, then yeah, go on my website, darrengriffiths.com forward slash comedy. Look at ticketed events or free events. Free events, I may not be any good. Ticketed events, I should be good. Not say I will be, just I should be because I would have been paid. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, right, that's it. End the podcast. See you later. Bye.